You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Brothers Turbo. And welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host Stephen White, and with me, as as always, is Todd Stark. I'm. Uh, this is becoming a habit. What coming back? Yeah, always being here. Always being here. You're always here. Just just yeah. for two two times that you weren't here, but we've we've explained those things before, so it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's okay. I understand. I mean, you ch- you had to change your heart. I'm glad you had to change your heart, and you didn't really officially kick me off. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. that's all that matters. So uh, how have you been? How's your week been? Oh, hell, but, you know, we're off. It's Easter. Yes. Today is the most wonderful time of the year. It is. Opening day of baseball. Okay. okay. And when this comes out on Monday, it's this is Thursday. It's opening day. Okay. Uh, my favorite team is the Yankees, of course. Mm-hmm. Giancarlo Stanton was our big uh, pickup this offseason. First at bat, two-run bomb. Is Fifth that good? In, double scores a run. He's got two RBIs in this game already okay. and a run scored. I mean, I'm trying to follow you. I kind of know some baseball terms, but I'm not 100% sure. Home run, it, you you look like you're you're happy about it. So oh, yeah, it's great. It's, all it's awesome. Good. It's all, he's earning his money, you know. Good. So it's just great. That's all that matters. We're, and the Yankees are winning. I think the last two years, maybe three, maybe more, we've dropped the home, you know, the season opener, it seems like. Mm-hmm. It's good to win one. Hopefully it's three to nothing, four to nothing in the fifth. Always good. Let's say that way. The Predators play tonight. So you got all sorts of yeah, sports yeah, going yeah. on. Predators got home ice ba- advantage in the first round of the playoffs. Happy about that. Mm-hmm. You know? So life's good. I beat Little Nightmares. Awesome game. And that's awesome. Yeah, well, that's that's a whole other story. That's then the what you know what are you playing? Well, segment. since you've already you've already started, you've been playing Little Nightmares apparently. So what Little else? Little Nightmares. Been I cannot recommend this game enough, dude. It's awesome. I do want to play it. Yes, it's- we're. I was playing the downloadable content last night because for I guess I, I'm not sure if the sale's still going on. Mm-hmm. But for eleven ninety nine, you can get all you know everything they had. I think it's like three four hour game, and then I don't know how long the downloadable content is a piece. I'm about an hour into it, and I don't know how far along I am. But mm-hmm. the first section is an hour long at least, so I'm figuring it's another three to four hours, and you finish this little kid's story. Mm-hmm. But that game is the artwork is the art direction is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. It looked really awesome. And then there's sections to where it scares the hell out of you. Like, I mean, like, there's this sense of dread. Like, right now I'm in this thing where you go through this. The I guess this downloadable content is called In the Depths or mm-hmm. something like that, the first one is. And you're swimming, like in these some parts, you know, and you have to swim to these different crates. Right. Well, at some point, something's under the water starts swimming un- after you, and it's like on your ass. And, like, you have to... Go and if you jump up on the um the crate, say you stand there too long, all of a sudden that something hits the crate. <laughs> like it scared me last night. I was like, oh, what what happened? And uh, I figured out you have to just keep going. You have to go because that guy, when he figures out where you are, he goes at you. Mm-hmm. But man, I'm sitting there and it's just getting so close to me. And I had this long swim. I had to go and I was like, no, no. And then Peyton's <laughs> like, ah! 
<laughs> the whole time it was just she was got she got to scream and it was just it's an awesome game for it oh, to look I have to check it out that I don't know it's not like <clears throat> cartoonish but mm-hmm. it has that kitty feel but it's also got this creepy feel too I don't know that's great I don't know that's kind of like a I guess it reminds me of like um like the how was that Nightmare Before Christmas kind of yeah. feel. Yeah, the the art style reminded me of a game, but I could not, or maybe not even a game, just something in general, like you said, like Nightmare Before Christmas, because there was something familiar about it, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But but again, I've not played it enough to really kind of nail it down. So that might be it. When you play it too, though, if you if you do, you will definitely be like, okay, this feels like the cave, the puzzle solving where you got to go get this little. turn thing and throw it over top of this thing or take something to hit a button to open a an elevator door mm-hmm. um that all feels feels like the cave to me hmm. but it's a game i wouldn't mind revisiting just yeah once you're, was you it know. on ps4 yeah was Blue, it okay well, was it i can't remember if it was on that Probably or been PS3. On ps3 i don't remember i don't either i do remember that i had it on a playstation console yeah but i just I remember it was four yeah i remember the uh the beginning is like Yes, yes, it's me. Yes, yes, I'm a talking cave. And Peyton would always be like, Daddy, do the cave. <laughs> it's funny. I miss that game too. Is that all you play this week? Um, no, hell nope. Major League Baseball 2018. Mm-hmm. Played the hell out of that. I thought it's, I saw you playing it. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know how they do it every year. They just top themselves every year. It's they pretty really, It's not like Madden top yourself mm-hmm. to where. I don't know. I can't remember how long this game's been coming out, but like Madden, after about five years, you're like, okay, it's time you need to totally reinvent it because you're doing the same thing every year now. Yeah. You've added uh, circle jerks or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but this game, every year, it feels fresh and they add to the road to the show thing. They like they added more RPG elements into it this time. Nice. Which, you know, if you've never it's played a baseball different. game, this is the one to play. Mm hmm. See, that's what I always liked about, like, I'm not a huge wrestling fan, mm-hmm. but I always liked the wrestling games where you could, you know, make your own character and stuff yeah. like that. So, I, I think it was when No Mercy came out on the N64, that was the one that got me hooked. Right. Because me and a buddy of mine, we made, like, so many characters. Right. Like, so many. And then, as years went by, there was barely another game, I think... The very first one that came out on the GameCube, like completely hollowed out, like the character creation. Yeah. And th- you, there was no way to really enjoy it the same way I did with No Mercy. So I felt like, well, this is stupid. I don't like right. this. I hate when they do that. And then the next one that came out after that, they did add all that character creation. So I went back at it again. And I was like, all right, now this is what I'm talking about. And then they added other elements to it. So where it's not just your characters fighting, uh, other wrestlers or whatnot you could do the matches and there were even extra stuff that was just didn't feel like it belonged in a wrestling game yeah but it just it made my characters stand out more because i'm like now i'm getting to play my characters in a game you know doing not just wrestling but other odd and end stuff which is really cool like a fighting game like a fighting game yeah but yeah i understand what you mean just that that added element even if it's like an art you know rpg or something like that to that it just adds a new layer to it that you've right. not had before. So it's really cool. So yeah, I like it is. That. Especially in a baseball game, you don't see that much. Yeah. And uh, if anyone's hearing all that noise in the background, it's all right. We're just... There's uh, a we've midget got party. A few, 
Yeah. There's a little people party. Little Can't people party in the, the back. It's okay. I can hear them. You might not. It's good if you don't. Uh, is that all you've been playing? Yeah, I just played those okay. two this week. Uh, I played Monster Hunter World briefly because I just wanted to go ahead and see if I could tackle the devil hole. And I brought traps this time and I caught it. <laughs> so I was... And, and the locale was different too because the very first time I fought him, it was an expedition. This time it was an actual quest and he was in a whole other area. So right. I kind of worked that to my advantage too. But once I kind of did that, I was just like, okay, I'm done. So... Uh, after I got done doing that, I moved on to Shadow of the Colossus, and that's where I've been spending a lot of my I time. I've seen you playing that. Are you uh, uh, finished up with it? Let's see, I played. What day did I play? I think I played Tuesday, Wednesday, and yeah, just Tuesday and Wednesday. And I went from uh, three Colossi to 12. Yeah. You're I ahead of think. me. Now. So somewhere around 12 or 13. I think the last one that I fought was. Have you fought the one kind of in a big lake? The the and with he, the electricity stuff on his back? Uh, no, that one's kind of like a snake. This one's almost like a, a big rock. He comes out of the ground. No, I haven't fought that. And one you yet. have to like climb up his back up to his head and then kind of lure him to these uh, columns that are sitting in the lake. No, I haven't. So you're, I mean, that's not too far off though. Uh, I want to go eight. Okay, so somewhere in there, I don't know. It's. I'm nearing the end, I'll just say that. Uh, and then also continued playing Regions of Ruin. I learned a little bit more. Remember I was telling you about the runes? Yeah. And I was trying to discover a lot of that. Finally found, you know, people who were understanding it, you know, about it and give you more insight. And then that actually allowed me to create my own rune factory back in my uh, town or my settlement, which when I found out about runes, what they do is... For your equipment that you wear, right. you can apply the uh, magic or rune power and upgrade your abilities. Or your, um, like defense, say you can apply certain parts of this magic to boost your fire defense, ice defense, uh, your strength, your dexterity, so on and so forth. So once you got that, you can really build up a decent set of armor to tackle anything that you want. Is your dexterity like your serial killer portion of your character? No, 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 it's not. not oh, that. okay. Just but now, granted, I say that you can really build it to, to do whatever you want, but each piece of armor does kind of have a limit. Like, I actually found, I'm trying to remember where I found this. This is They were leading me on a, a hunt to uh, find, like, special treasures, and you had to solve a puzzle to unlock this treasure, and I found this awesome blade which i'm assuming is part of like a larger set but it's like a flame blade and you can't buy this thing it was like one of these that you had to to get and there were some of the stats on them based on the sword that i had they were a little lower but the fire element kind of adds a a little something extra to it because i can attack from a distance and it can kind of catch the other characters on fire like the enemies on fire so i don't really have to get too close to them right so that's a bonus so I kind of really stuck with that, but I went to see if I could upgrade this sword, and it was actually maxed out over what I could actually do with it. So I couldn't even touch it, which is fine. It's just I couldn't boost any of its strengths or anything like that. But it's still an awesome sword, and I liked finding it, and it kind of got me excited thinking, what else can I find out there? There might be a special suit of armor, a special shield or something that you know I can find that will be just like this, something that's special right. and unique. Right. So I'm... I really want to dig into it a little bit more. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus kind of took my attention away for a moment, but it's I'll definitely come it. back to it. 
All right. Well, are you ready for some news? I'm ready for, you know, the news. Let's get into it. All right. What do we got here? Let's see. For starters, we spoke last week about the reveal of the Atari VCS, uh, but it didn't have much about what was going on with it beyond some vague details. Well, we've got a few more that will give us a little bit of insight, but not by much. Uh, For starters, it's going to be 4K capable. There's going to be HDR uh, 60 frames per second, AMD uh, 86 processor with performance that will be comparable to like a higher-end PC laptop. And it was even said by laptop. one of the people... Yeah, laptop. <laughs> uh, it was even said by one of the people, uh, one of Atari's spokespersons, that it's essentially supposed to be like a PC for your TV. So I'm not quite sure how to feel about that. Uh, I don't so even know. I'm, I'm a little iffy. They did uh, also specify that it utilizes the Linux OS, which begged a big question for a lot of people. Is this going to integrate Steam with Valve and all that? Now, granted, they would have to have some sort of deal or whatnot, but if they can make that happen and it's not working through some sort of browser, because it has an internet browser, obviously, then I'm in. Because I would love to play my Steam games on the TV. <laughs> now, I so can nice. do that, but it's just, it requires work, you know? Right. i got to go plug this up and plug that up, and it's just, it's a hassle. Right. But at that point, yeah, I'd be con- I'd consider it. Uh, it's got uh, uh, f- a USB ports, th- uh, .3 USB ports, or 3.0, whatever the hell they're called. You yeah. know what I'm talking about, the upgraded ones? Yeah. Uh, it's got uh, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. Uh, uh, pre-orders, excuse me, pre-orders are going to start at the end of April is what they're saying, with a price range somewhere between $250 and $300, launching with tons of content, according to Atari. And I'm going to assume that means a lot of backlog. (laughs) Pitfall. Yeah. Now, that was another question, too. Are they going to look into, like, Atari Jaguar games? I mean, what else do they have beyond Jaguar and the 2600? I have no clue. I don't either. No. So, I'm curious. I'd love to see what they do. Maybe they'll actually release some of their games that they actually published under their, uh, when they were just developing games. They probably will do that too. So, that would be a smart move. Okay, uh, the next story I've got is about Sea of Thieves. It came out last week. The hype train seems to have come to a grinding halt, though. Because reviews have been very poor. Players have come out and complained about a lack of content. There was even a former employee of Rare who took to Reddit and said that many people who worked on the game early on said that it was a shallow, extremely repetitive game. Yeah. He even continued saying that he hoped that the voice of reason would somehow be heard at some point, but obviously it fell on deaf ears. So now he plans to sit back and, quote, watch the shitstorm. Yeah, they're just going to release a shell of a game and add to it. Mm -hmm. Just pretty much like what No Man's Sky did. And it's going to be the same kind of game. And he even mentioned that. He said there were even other ideas that were on the table that they never implemented. So again, No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did I did read something. Now granted, this, I'm not going to say this works for everybody, but um, I was talking to Tap about it because he'd been talking about it. And he said that he was surprised that he kind of found a little joy in it when everybody else wasn't. And he was just talking about doing something simple where he posted a pic or a video on his YouTube page where he was following people around playing this accordion. Apparently, that's something you can do in the game. Yeah, and he was just following people around, getting like getting their reactions to see what they would do. 
Some people would start playing along with him. Some people would start dancing and whatnot. And then some people got so annoyed with him because he kept doing it. They'd just start running away and he'd start chasing them. And there was even one bit where somebody actually jumped in the ocean to get away from him. And he followed him in and continued to play. <laughs> so, I mean, there was some amusement to that. And he's like, you know, it, it's something simple. He yeah. said he does understand that there's some things that are lacking. He said, but there can be joy to be found in it. Well, I think here's the way I would take it. I'm not a, a huge Xbox fan. Mm. I like Xbox. I hate Microsoft. But um, with No Man's Sky, as bad as it was, I enjoyed it for a little while. Yeah. And I feel like this is the same way this would be. You know, yeah, you're uh, going to see if these was probably a really good game for about five, ten hours. Mm. And then it's... You know, it's not there anymore. Might not even be that much fun, you know, five hours. Right. Just a shell of a game kind of thing. And I've even wondered, had I not purchased No Man's Sky, and even despite everything I've heard, but then maybe came to it later on after they'd added everything, would I have had the same experience that I did the first time I played it? Would I still feel the same about it? Because I've still not gone back to it. I know they've added stuff to it. I think I traded it in. But it's just... I can't bring myself to do it, you know? That's I feel like I need to at some point just to see. I was right. like, did, did everything that they add change the game? Because I still feel like multiplayer is going to be the game changer for that game. Right. Until you implement some online hub, it's not. It's going to be lonely and boring. Right. Having friends there doing stuff, building your own settlement or something on a planet, that would be cool. Awesome, yeah. But with people, not just yourself. Now, on a different note with Sea of Thieves, it was also mentioned at uh, GDC that the game was designed to combat toxicity and empower the decent players. An example of this was instead of reporting a player for, you know, trolling, whatnot, you can actually lock the player up in a prison underneath the ship following a vote from your crew. From there, you can actually have them negotiate their way out, they can apologize for their behavior, or you can kick them out completely. Furthermore, if there's an entire ship giving you problems, you can use the scuttle ship option to warp to another spot on the map. These sound like pretty good ideas. Man, I think the prison thing will be fun with your that friends. That would be yeah, fun, like, but I could also see put that. Put in a closet. I could also see that backfiring. Yeah. Because you get a boat full of trolls and, you know, they're just going to yeah. sit there and torture people just for fun. Yeah, then scuttle boat. Yep. <laughs> so, but no, I think that's pretty cool. I'd love to see... This implemented a little bit more yeah. in other games, maybe, but I don't know. I don't really feel like it will work in every game. No, there can there could be something, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, the next story I've got is uh, we spoke about Media Molecules' upcoming game Dream before, and uh, how it will allow players to create their own game using their creativity. Right. Now, obviously, one might think, "How can I make a game? Or where would I even begin?" Well, you might not want to sell yourself short because you may have more at your fingertips than you realize. Apparently, during GDC, Media Molecule showcased a simple platformer made from the game, and it was said to only have taken 52 hours to create. Oh, that's it? That's it. Just 52 hours. Now, reports about the game were not glowing, but it did showcase what the game was capable of doing, like what you could do with it. So I'm pretty sure they just kind of said... Here's what, something you can do. I know it took 52 hours, but look, 52 hours, you can do that. Right. You got a full game. Pretty much, it feels like they're giving you a dev kit. Yeah. Now, can you take the games from there and say it's outstanding? You know, like you're the, everybody's wanting to play your game. 
I have heard that there is a possibility, and maybe I, I'm hoping I did not misread. So if I did, don't take just take it with a grain of salt. But the idea is, if there's a really good game on there, it can go to the PlayStation Store. Okay, cool. So that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now on top of that, if game creation isn't your bag, they did say that there will be an actual game to play within Dreams. I say it'll so. be kind of like. Um, yeah, this is this is a little big planet, pretty yeah. much. You know, it's just not called Little Big Planet. Mm-hmm. They're just making a game, a core game, and everything that's in that game you can take and, and probably more use yeah. to make your own game. And, and it's they're really good at that. You know, creating like a community that makes content. You know, I mean, the more and more I think about it, I really kind of want to see from a game creation standpoint, like what could be done, right? Because we've talked. Yeah, in the past, I know I've been playing a and, um, uh, a thing called Ready Maker. Mm-hmm. It's like learning coding on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of kind of crazy. So I don't know. It just kind of made me scratch my head. I was like, well, maybe it's something to look into. I don't know. Yeah. How, I mean, granted, I know fifty-two hours is a long time, but if you get the base down right. and really committed to it, yeah, see what could happen. You never I know. know. So we'll see. I've been waiting for it. I can't wait for it to come out. Yeah, always, I'm, I'm, anything they do, I'll, I'll at least look at it because they've never let me down. They're amazing. Anything, and, I mean, it's like with the Vita when they had uh, Tearaway come out. Oh, yeah. God. Dude, that game was... I've never played a game like that on yeah. a handheld. You know what I mean? It was meant for the Vita. Yeah. It really was. Now, granted, it was still good on the yeah. PlayStation 4, but the Vita's where it really popped. Right. Especially when you remember where you could see your... See your fingers, so to speak. Oh, it was like, awesome, dude. Yeah, I felt like I was in the game. Like, I, you know, it was just great. Yeah. There's a lot of great ideas they had there. You could give them a stick and say, make a game that goes with this. And they'll <laughs> cut, they will do the best game that goes with that damn stick that they could. You know what I mean? Oh, and, yeah. and they haven't let me down on that. Mm-hmm. All right. A few quick hits here. Quick hits. We've got a Twitter user under the name Steam Spy that released a sp- Report stating that Valve saw shares in the Steam market grow for uh, grow to 4.3 billion dollars in 2017. Valve, yes, Steam. This remember when not, everybody laughed at Steam. This does not include games like Fortnite that are free to play or even DLC. So that's just core games, and People that doesn't actually at Steam. That actually does not surprise me because. I mean, just here late. Hell, I jumped on Steam yeah. <laughs> in 2017. You know, I, I think it's just it's becoming more and more popular where PC games can really thrive. Yeah. And then I'd say a lot of your AAA titles, mo- most likely people are going to go to a console. It's but, no it's no different than the PS Store or the, you know, the Xbox yeah. Arcade or whatever it is. It's no different than that. It's just that's the PC version that everybody chooses. But if you also look at it too, the steaming or the streaming market has kind of blown up all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's streaming. And where do they get their games? Steam. They're going to get them from Steam. Yeah, because the easiest way to do it is on your PC. Exactly. So I that again it doesn't surprise me. So yeah, like you said, <laughs> they showed the world, man. Well, I like how you know PlayStation's right now. They just had a big update for Twitch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everybody's oh, got supported at some point. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I got is a new battle royale game set in the Dying Light universe is in the works with plans to release later this year. Yeah, and we're all excited about that. Yeah, you know I seen something today. I don't know if you seen it, like a bank mode heist, a mm-hmm. bank heist mode. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I just seen that they're getting ready to release that. Nice. And just regular Dying Light? Yeah. Huh. It's Dying Light. There's a 
bank heist mode. I don't know what that entails. If you've got to go in with a group of buddies and steal something from other people and they chase you, I don't know. Be cool. Yeah. I mean, I went back when they did the following. Yeah, I, see, was, I still haven't fun. done that because that's right when I didn't have internet. Yeah. So. so it was a nice little addition just to kind of come back to it for a moment. And I still have Usenet, so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey's added some new outfits, man. Oh, my You've God. You've got the Satella View, or I hope I'm saying that right, Satella View suit, which is, I guess is kind of like a, a space suit. Uh, and this is the one you're going to love. He's got a baseball uniform with a yeah, batting yeah. helmet. He looks just like he's playing for the Yankees. No, he don't. You haven't seen it. <laughs> does he have pinstripes on? Yes, he does. No, he don't. He does, what too. Color, I'm what, not lying. What color pinstripes? Uh, Blue and gray. They don't have a gray. They don't have gray print pinstripes. Well, maybe man. it's not gray. I don't know. I just, I'm trying to remember from memory. I don't have a picture. He plays for the Mushroom Kingdom. Yankees. Hey, he's from New York. He could be a Yankee. Man, he's from like New York, New York, not New Brooklyn. York, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Mario's a Yankee now. Uh, new mobile game Marvel Strike Force is now available on iOS and Android. You've played it. I haven't. I just found oh my out God, about today. what. Yeah. Let me feel your head. I just want to see, I want to see I want to see if it's uh worth playing. It looks good. Yeah. Like it looks like when you see the videos it looks fluid. I'm like what you know is that it's a fighting game, right? Uh kind of yeah. I think yeah. so. How the how the how you do that? I don't know. I'm a little curious. <laughs> I'd like to check it out. Uh Square Enix announced a newly est- I'm struggling here. Man, that was they, hard. Yeah, I did. They announced a newly established company, Luminous Productions, to develop AAA titles. What do you think that's all about? I don't know. I'm curious about a new A new uh, IP, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. But why? Their name is... I don't know. It's just... It's... I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I I guess it's like Crystal Dynamics with them. Yeah. Fair enough. So, we'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what they come out, or what comes out of there. Yeah. Uh... A new open-world Star Wars game is in the works at EA. Oh, you ruined it. Yeah. I was not... Can you tell me Sony or even anybody, Microsoft? Anybody. Anybody besides EA. Anybody but EA. But I, I guarantee you this is to make up for the Battlefront stuff, but you give it time and it's going to derail into something not an open-world game. Right. So you just give it time. You just go around searching for loot chests. They don't want to lose. Crate. They don't want to lose this contract. No. No, they're, they're, they're do milking everything the hell out of it too. Oh yeah. Like, oh, how many canceled will. games have they had? Thirteen, thirteen. Um, that that one. I want to know what that one was going to be. I wish that game would have come out. They kept showing that awesome trailer, and there's no way on God's green earth that that game was going to look like that. No. Or be anything like that. No. Well. It's one of those lost things that'll never happen yeah. until maybe one day it does. Hell freezes over. Uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is confirmed for Xbox One. Yeah, I knew that would We'll happen. have uh, Xbox One X enhancements. Also, No Man's Sky is coming to Xbox One, too. I've seen that, too. I wonder if they're going to throw their money in and say, make the multiplayer, but just own our version. Well, they did say it's going to come with a free new expansion. But they didn't say what that was. So, we'll see. Uh, Tempest 4000 and Atari Flashback Volume 3 is going to release soon, but yet no date. Hmm. And John Cena has been confirmed to be Duke Nukem. No longer a rumor. Confirmed. In the movie. In the movie. I like John Cena. 
I don't know if a Duke Nukem movie. It's, uh, it depends on how they do it, I guess. Yeah, I can't see you're how gonna they, ha- It's going to have to be very tongue-in-cheek. You it's can't have to be. do this serious. It's, we have to be Deadpoolish. So, tell me this real quick while we're on this subject. Because we know that there are very, 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 very few, if any, good video game-based movies. Right. I would give Mortal Kombat a pass. The first Because one. at least it stuck to the basics. Right. It just did what it needed to do, and it was like, okay, well, yeah, you covered all the bases. That first movie was awesome. It didn't. It doesn't age well. No. But at the time, it was really good. It, yeah. did, it did. I mean, I can still watch it. Yeah. The second one is atrocious. Oh, that's terrible. I don't know what the... I went to and paid money in the theater to see that, and I, I walked too. out of there going, I felt ripped off. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, shit, I should have watched this at home. Oh, my 575 bag. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. But I guess what I'm asking here is I mean, we've seen, you know, Tomb Raider's supposed to be good. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed was. They just. Eh. They I didn't their... hate it, but I didn't. I wasn't thrilled about it either. I was just kind of no. like. Eh. Well, they, you know, I guess they were making it more about what happens in the real time, mm-hmm. which is. What that game, that's what that movie is about, really. Yeah. I mean, the game is about, really. Yeah. But we don't see that because we have to play all the parts that's in the past. Fair enough. So, yeah. I don't know. But I guess my my question here is, with, with this coming, it seems like the trend's going to continue. I'm really excited for Rampage. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. something about it, I'm just like, how can you screw this up? The rock's on a roll. And and it just it looks like it's going to be just a big monster movie, just fun, right? You know, smash smash. I love monster movies, Godzilla movies, whatnot. This just seems like it's in that vein. And how can you go wrong? Of course, the wolf can fly. And that that doesn't bother me. Yeah, no, I'm just I like, like that. cool, okay. Because you you have to amp them up a little bit. I yeah. mean, just seeing a big wolf running around, so it, they're genetically, you know, yeah. engineered, evolved, whatever. Fine, that's a fine. Wolf bat. I guess my only fear is somewhere in there they're gonna have to they're gonna try to shoehorn a scene in there that references the game in some way to some point where you're just gonna roll your eyes like why did you do maybe that? they'll just be playing the game in like a supermarket or something whatever it is I just you don't have to shoehorn shit in you're but, you're selling me on the idea right the basic idea monsters rummaging through and just destroying buildings fine cool right don't do anything stupid. Because yeah. somewhere in the back of my head, for whatever reason, I keep thinking we're going to see The Rock grow to their size. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> but it's just in my head like, they're going to do it, man. It'll be the biggest eyebrow ever. Oh, my God. I'll just... Because you got you got the, the gorilla. He's going to be doing the fight. And you got helicopters. You got all that stuff. Just let them fight. The right. Rock doesn't need to be monster size. No. No, I don't know, it's just, it's just it's this fear in my head, like, it's going to happen, and that's going to be the moment where it jumps the shark, and you're like, all right, you had me up until this point, and you lost me. Yeah, that would suck. But, I don't know, I'm I'm really thinking that Maybe it'll it be won't. fun. Maybe it won't. I don't want it to be ruined for you. I, I don't want it to be... Did either. you go see Pacific Rim too? I didn't, because I've heard a lot of bad things. I don't have Jax in it. Well, or Charlie Hunnan. Yeah. I actually had it kind of spoiled for me in a way, but I made that choice. Yeah. Because I was listening to another podcast and they were doing talks about it and they said spoilers and just at some point, I mean, the way they were talking about it, I was like, well, go ahead. <laughs> right. So they didn't and like it. No, they were just like, there was just something amiss about it. Now they, they said stuff like, um, 
the the kid, uh, the guy that played uh, John Boyega, yeah. said he was good. A lot of the cast was good. It was just the story as a whole just didn't make sense. There was just a lot of stuff that just didn't add up. And I was like, this is, what the hell are they talking about? So has this happened before? This is after. This is after. Yeah. Okay. So like 20 years, I think, is what they said. Okay. So the little rift opens, or I guess whatever that is, opens back up. Yeah. And there were even some big questionable stuffs about that where it was just, why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you do that? What the hell? You know, why did you not think this through? And this is actually one of those moments. Now, granted, I don't know if he would have had a hand in writing it. Surely, if he'd, he would have, it would have been smarter. But if Gilmer Del Toro would have done this movie probably would have been slightly better he didn't do it but he didn't he actually chose the shape of water which was awesome which was a better choice yeah so i'm glad he did that he wasn't gonna go wrong either way that man has never let me down no he's he's solid yeah but uh yeah but anyway yeah rampage but i'm excited (laughs) no we got we got off topic but yeah rampage i'm i'm excited for i want it to be good i really hope it will be yeah and hopefully it will just Hopefully it'll be a movie that just says, look, you don't have to do this or that to appease these game fans. you got a simple basic premise. Yeah. Just build do the movie. It. Just build on it. Right. Because you're talking about a very simple premise. Right. You just play as a monster, Crushing destroying building. buildings. That's it. Right. Okay. Build from that. Because, I mean, so many video game-based movies could do that if they would just try. Right. Take a simple idea and build from it. Make your own thing. They're always trying to appease the gamers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, last thing I've got is uh, Dean Evan of Ubisoft retired after 12 years. He was best known as the creator of Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Yeah. And I, I barely got to play that. I played it on the PS3 for a little while and I wanted to play more, but it was just a bad time. And I really kind of hope that <laughs> will drift over to yeah. PS4 or well, something. you know... Um, they're supposed to have a Blood Dragon type downloadable content, but it's going to be zombies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I remember so I'm, that. I'm really going to get that, you know. Yeah, So I know you will. <laughs> I can't help it. All right, next bit of news I've got is, uh, I know a lot of people are probably over this game, but I can't help talk about it because, one, I'm a huge fan, and two, I supported its creation. Anyway, I've got two items to bring up about Friday the 13th. That's a good game. Uh, first, Part 7, Jason in Friday the 13th is getting a character adjustment based on player feedback, giving him an increased weapon strength, but you're trading off grip strength, which will make him, or and making him more susceptible to uh, stuns. Many fans have called him weak and underpowered, which is not a trait for that particular Jason, so they wanted to have that adjusted. And I, I will agree, his, like, trying to break down a door is just... Oh my god, it's terrible. Yeah, he'd just be blowing doors up. Yeah, absolutely. But Boom. I actually started using part eight because he had this nice little axe and it took about one, two, three, and it was down. And I was like, all right. So I tried to tried to use that. So I might give him another go once I see how they uh, you know right. change that. Uh secondly, the devs revealed, and this is a really cool idea, I think. Devs revealed that they are developing a new cue for salty players. Aptly named the salt mines. So a queue? Yeah, for their for your waiting queue for a, a match. All right. Okay. The queue is reserved for players that apparently don't like losing and will drop out of games because they're not winning. And sometimes that causes a match to end because they might be the one hosting. So when a player is marked for leaving too many matches within a certain time frame, they will 
secretly be bundled with other players just like them and allowing all of them to kind of get a taste of their own medicine. Now, what they did clarify in doing this is some players were expressing concerns. It's like, well, what if I die and I've got to sit here and watch this match? Am I going to get penalized because I want to move on? And they said, no, if, if you've been in the match and you've died and all you're doing is waiting, you can drop out and you won't be penalized. This is for people like if you're about to be killed and you drop out. Right. You get a strike. If you're, you know, playing for a moment and you just say, oh, I'm done with this. This is boring. And you drop out. Or you're Jason and you just decide to drop out. Right. These are the people who are going to be penalized. I would be in there because my internet is so shoddy. <laughs> it would just keep dropping me out. I'm like, damn it. The salty mine. So they said this new feature will drop around the same time as the new game engine is implemented. Now, I wish, I wish they could find... We kind of go back to what we were talking about with Sea of Thieves. This is a game that needs to find a way to punish cheaters. Because, I don't know if I told you the story, when uh, a few weeks ago, John, Heath, and I were playing. Yeah. It was during that double XP weekend. We had this son of a bitch, and we, <laughs> we all got very paranoid at some point because of this guy. Like, we didn't know who we could trust. Now, granted, they took out the, you know, where the counselors could kill counselors nonsense. Right. But there was a guy, got into a car, ditched everybody, and we're like, dude, what the hell? Like he, I mean, as soon as we got it fixed, they all loaded up and took off. Go. This asshole followed us around, and he was like honking the horn. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell is this guy doing? Come to find out, he was alerting Jason where we were. So he would just follow us, honk the horn, he would follow it, and then kill us. And I was like, that was some bullshit. And then he would leave. And he'd just he'd follow to the next one, and of course he got away once it was all over. I was like, "That's nonsense." That is a dick move. Yeah, and I've seen it before. I've seen it before where you've got somebody playing as a counselor helping Jason, and it's ridiculous. So I don't know what they could actually do to prevent that. Like if there was some sort of algorithm that could actually see that working, like see that happening somehow, right? Then, then maybe, but I, I know that's going to be tricky, but that, that's what makes the game so frustrating to play with people because you've got people like that who are not enjoying it. They're just trying, trying to, to piss on everybody. Yeah, they're trying to make it unenjoyable for everybody else. They're yeah. having fun. Oh, yeah, they're having the time of their lives. I yeah. wish there was like a sev- or, you know, like another Jason to come out and kill that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's in the back seat. He yeah. raises up and stabs him. <laughs> like, cheaters. Uh, all right. Uh, next bit of news I got is uh, Nintendo is looking to amp up their content as the company has filed yet another patent. This time it's for a trading card game that utilizes near-field technology. Now, one might speculate this could be used in conjunction with Amiibo since they actually use the same tech. And obviously these cards would no doubt be used with the 3DS systems or the Switch. But as of right now, no details beyond the patent has been con- been confirmed. And in saying that, it actually kind of made me wonder, I wonder if Nintendo has ever thought about going back, not really abandoning video games by any means, not what I'm saying, but have, have thought about expanding back to what they used to be. Did you With know? their card games? Yeah, like the Hanafuda cards. Hanafuda, Hanafuda. Hanafuda. I actually tried playing that, and I really I felt like I understood it, but at the same time, I felt like I wasn't playing it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I ever got it right or not. But, I mean, something like that would be really cool if they would, like, open up their market just a little bit to toys. Yeah. I think they could make a killing I instead of licensing toys. toys. Yeah. 
go even more with it. Mm-hmm. It's like Minecraft. They make a killing on it. Because trading cards? I mean, think about like that. If, if they're filing a patent for trading cards, hypothetically, if we're trying to understand what they're doing here, say they're Pokemon cards or something like that, and you can use it with an ami- amiibo. Maybe there's like a specific amiibo that activates whatever these cards are, and you can buy little packs of them like we used to do, little baseball cards and, and comic book cards and stuff like that from right. back in the 80s and 90s. And you trade them with your friends, so you do have that same element of trading like they have with Pokemon cards. Right. But now it can activate something within your game. Right. So if like, oh, I've got two Pikachus, I'll trade you for a Mewtwo. Okay, cool. Is that how you talk? I don't know. Kids today, here, man. Here you go, man. That's, that's what it is, man. I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> kids talk anymore. They're a little... Eh. They say shit a lot. They do. They're shit and damn. Peckerheads. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> next story I've got is Mega Man is heading back to TV thanks to a new series based on the classic game series. Which I was happy to hear. A new series based on the classic game series. Right. So it's not like Mega Man Network Transmission. Do you remember that? No. It was was like Mega Man but turned into a card game like Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, no. uh, Yeah, I was not. I did not have any of that. I never touched it. Now, this series is actually set to run on Cartoon Network, and it has a little twist on the story, which I thought was uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, based on the synopsis, Mega Man is actually the secret identity of a robot boy named Aki Light. And he actually has protocols programmed into his computer systems that activate when the city's in peril, turning him into Mega Man. Nice. So... Another element that also seemed to be missing or, or different is uh, I didn't hear anything about Dr. Wily, but there's instead a new character called Sergeant Knight that leads the robot masters. But I feel like that doesn't necessarily mean he'll never be there. And Dr. Wily could have made him. Exactly. And I, I didn't hear anything about Dr. Light, but I would assume Dr. Light is Aki's father, right. so to speak, and I'm sure he'll have role show up maybe she'll have a different name Mm -hmm. and be his sister so i don't know i'm I'm interested to see it because i saw some sketch designs and it was very reminiscent of old mega man right granted with a with a more updated style but it was the blue bomber as we know and love him right and uh did you ever watch the um series they did in the 90s i feel like i've seen parts of it it was it was very it was hard to, for me to catch. It was almost like it was a syndicated show that would just pop up here. Did it and come there. on with like Captain N and stuff? No, before or after it was it was after Captain N had had uh, been on television. It was like after that. Mm. I think it was like ninety five, ninety six, somewhere right. in there maybe. I remember seeing it on, and I, I caught an episode or two here and there. And well, we were was, in high school then, so yeah. that's probably why we never seen it. Probably, but I mean, it was for what they were doing. It was kind of one of those cartoons. It was. Um, I mean, it, it really understood the source material and it was very true to it, which I liked. But it also had that crazy goofiness to it. Where it was like, oh, Rolls or Rush, his dog, yeah. was always, raw, raw, raw. He's, he's a crazy mutt. Oh, gosh. But it was one of those <laughs> silly things. And was I, Rush, could he be a car every now and again? No, it was. Well, in that uh, show, he was always like a hoverboard. Like hover, yeah, the, the hoverboard or the. the Rocket, skateboard, yeah. what I don't know. What I remember something like that. That yeah. thing. Yeah. The Rush Rocket. Rush Rocket. That sounds like, that sounds sounds about like right. a penis. 
But anyway, I'm I'm interested to see what they do. I'd love to see it when it comes out. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. Speaking of Mega Man, mm-hmm. did you see that Mighty Number no. Nine is free right now? Um, um, <laughs> they can't even give it away. Yeah, you know, they're giving it away on uh, PS Plus right now. No. There's like four games for free right now. Right now? Yeah. Not part of the new. No, it's not part of the oh. new. Oh, yeah, that the was... new games. Do you see what we're getting? Well, I got that on the list. Okay, I'll get to it. Just, just. Just making it's sure it's fine. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play that. I don't care if it's free or not. I don't yeah, care. I just put it in my library just because. Well, if you if you happen to like it, cool. I probably won't. You that won't. game looks like crap. Okay, well, rumor mill time. Rumors. There is a female protagonist in Death Stranding that could be actress Diane Kruger. I don't know who that is. Do you know who that is? No. I don't either. But it could be her. It could be her. That's it could all we be know. possibly her. Maybe. Possibly be her. Borderlands 3 may get an official reveal right before E3. Just before or right after? Before. Maybe. This is all rumors, people. Uh, medieval Remastered could include... Medieval 2. <gasps> nice. Yeah. Could. That would be nice. Oh, I, yeah, I read about that now. Not just that. Rumors. Well, mm. I mean, I read something about it. Yeah. Nintendo Switch could be getting a new Wario Land. I didn't read that. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about Wario. Wario Wear is fun. Have you ever played Wario Wear? No. It's like mini games. It's just like sporadic yeah. little mini games. It's fun. I ain't got time for mini it's games. It's fun. No. You've never tried it. You if you played it, if I got you to play it, you would like it. I don't no. have it, but if I did, no. no. You would love it. I don't agree with that. You would. I don't agree. Battlef- Battlefield 5 could introduce an adaptive self-learning AI system. How about that? That's scary. Yeah. That is scary, but they, you know, they always say that, you know, like Madden, it, it, it just learns. how you play. It learns how you play. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I guess. Ace Combat sequels could be getting a remaster soon. Why? Because where's know. the new one? This supposed to be VR. I don't know. But I'm just, I'm just letting you know, these are rumors. We don't know. We don't know if this is going to happen. Um, Capcom's Puzzle Fighter could be coming to Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. Are you excited for that? Puzzle Fighter. <laughs> who, the, who in the hell fights with puzzles? Puzzle Fighters. That's like, I'm going to come out, I'm about to whoop your ass, get your thousand-piece puzzle out. <laughs> I got mine. No, you match four. You're like, hey, I'm going to kick you, but let me match four first. All right. Ah. Kia. Booyah. And finally, leaked Overwatch League rulebook has some very interesting stipulations, like not being able to say Fortnite. It's just a rumor. Hmm. But there you it can't is. Say Fortnite. You cannot here. say Fortnite. Not on this. What game was that? Overwatch. Oh my god. Yeah. Hey Fortnite, you're gone. Yep. You're out. You're, you're out. out here. All of a sudden, your shit disconnects. <laughs> what happened? What did I do? You can't say Fortnite. Why do they get mad about that? I don't know. I guess because it's taking their audience. 
But again, it's rumor. We we don't know if it's true or not. It's just you can't say Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So we just need to go on to a league and see if it happens. You say two weeks, two weeks, perhaps. Yeah, because that's not? a fortnight. It is. <laughs> All right, it's time for some weird news. Weird news. We've got a few little tidbits here. Uh, a report came out last week about a Twitch user by the name of Tyrant who was actually contracted by Capcom to do promotional work on Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, essentially creating gameplay footage that would be used in videos. According to Tyrant, Disney and Marvel would not allow their characters to be beaten up in these promo videos. Not only that, but they insisted that specific character pairings were in the videos as well. All in all, he said working with them was a nightmare. Working with Marvel and mm. Disney? Yes. Because they, they stipulated so many things that he could not do. So you could not show in these videos Rao or whomever beating up the Hulk. Right. Because it just not, it's not going to happen. So I could see that being... Oh, that would be cumbersome. Not yeah. Just hard to deal with. And I could see that coming from Disney. Yeah. For sure. Where they're just like, nah, we're not going to be doing that. you got to make our characters look really good. Yeah. They got to look good. And they're, you know, they're awesome, but, you know, we all know they're awesome. The next one I have, and I think this is, <laughs> this is, uh, it's funny, you know, because there's got to be a little truth to it. I think there's a mission in Far Cry 5 that has been raising a few eyebrows as it seemingly references the allegations against Donald Trump and the videotape where he has a, or the alleged tape, where he has a group of prostitutes urinating in front of him. If you've not heard about that... The Russians? Yes, the Russian P-tape, as they call it. The mission apparently tasks you to recover a tape that would make the big man look bad. Obviously, now, that little reference wouldn't quite warrant such speculation. However, at one point, the special agent that that tasks you with this mission says, Attention, comrade, the bed has been wet. I repeat, the bed has been wet. So, take it with a grain of salt, but, I mean, there's not been any confirmation that that's what it is, but come on. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah. Far Cry's full of those little winks. I can't wait to play that game. Yeah. So, that was pretty funny. Now I've got a new segment, man. What is this? It's called Awesome Stuff. <laughs> because, well, let's hear. I want to see okay. if it's... I'll judge if it's awesome stuff. At All the right. End. If it's not awesome stuff, then it's... Because I saw these two uh, stories about these things, and I thought, well, this is kind of awesome. You know, this isn't, you know, like Sonic shoes that are blurred out and stuff like Stupid. that. It's kind of weird. These these actually sound legitimately awesome that might be something, not that I would actually buy it, but I might. Right. I might actually consider getting it at some point if, you know, the, the mood hits me right. Now, the first item I have is after seeing this item, I decided to, to do this because I thought this seems really cool. It's not weird news. It's not regular news. It's just awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. So, I'm going to be the judge of this, though. Well, first of all, did you ever have a Game Boy? Yeah. Just a regular plain old Game Boy? Regular plain old did Game Did you Boy. love that Game Boy? I loved it. Okay. If you have that nostalgia in your heart... Then my you heart. can, in your heart, if you yeah. love that so much, and just remember the, the fond memories you had of that Game Boy, yeah. you can get your hands on an official Nintendo Game Boy alarm clock, complete with a Super Mario Land theme song 
as your wake-up call. Made to look just like the Game Boy, set it on your stand, and it's a clock. It'll wake you up every morning, sitting right there looking at you. Just every morning? Mm-hmm. Playing little Okay, theme. I'll give that, like, you think that's awesome. It is awesome. I don't think it's <laughs> awesome. And you can get one for thirty two ninety nine. That is definitely not awesome, because that Game Boy ain't... That's a fake-ass Game Boy with a but ring it's a tone clock. In it. It's a specialty clock. It's a fake-ass ringtone. I mean, a fake-ass Game Boy with a ringtone in it. It's a special clock. With a clock. And I'm not done. Act now. Right now? or just Act like- now. And for the double the price, <laughs> <laughs> you can take that with you on the go as you can get a matching watch of a miniaturized Game Boy on your wrist to go with it. Does it come with earrings? Because that's next, right? Uh, they didn't say anything about earrings. But think about that. Now, you can say, I've got my little Game Boy clock, and uh, just wear it with me. And I've oh, got it with me all day long. whenever i got to wake up, there it is. Yeah. Same tone and everything my... right on the watch. Yeah. It's an Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Broke-ass Apple Watch. But think about that. $65. That is, okay, look. I'll <laughs> give you this. That's 50-50 awesome. Okay. Like, one thumb down from me. Fair enough. Your turn. Guess you don't like this. Wow me, dude. Like I need if this is awesome stuff, it needs to be okay. in the awesome fair stuff. Fair enough, fair enough. All right. Well, here's here's another one. Yeah. Probably gonna pass on this one too. So I just learned that Hasbro has a label called Monopoly Gamer. Mm-hmm. I thought that you know they've just licensed out, but apparently it's a label. Okay. So okay. So that blends together a classic game with you know. Monopoly or something like that, like Monopoly Zelda, I'm going to assume is in that category since I've seen that. Okay. Uh, It's apparently been a thing for a year now. I did not know that. But anyway, Hasbro and Nintendo announced Monopoly Gamer Mario Kart Edition. Uh, Awesome. Okay. The game board is redesigned with properties based on different tracks. Mm -hmm. You can choose currently, which I think this is a little weird, but there's more to go with. Currently, you can choose between Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad as character tokens, but they are almost like little miniature action figures if you look cool. at it. So they look like the characters in their little carts. Okay. Um, there are also um, tokens, or each token with the characters have a power-up that can be utilized during gameplay. Pass and go in the game will actually initiate a race where players can compete for a special Grand Prix card which I'm hmm. sure will give you bonus stuff. And all currency in the game is actually in the form of golden coins. Okay. I'm going to go with you on that one. That one's awesome. Now, as of right now, you can get them at Game, or, yeah, GameStop. They're they're available you right now. You can get it right now at GameStop. How much? I didn't get a price. That's not awesome. No, that's not awesome. I'm going to look at it. I don't know. Yeah, please do. Yeah. So we can tell everybody. But they said that there will be a wider retail release slated for June and there will be additional characters and power pack tokens that you can purchase in the fall. So you'll have more characters you want to have that are in the, the Mario Kart games and whatnot. So you think that's awesome? You like that? I think that one's awesome because I love Monopoly and I love when they take... Um, wait. You well, fine? I see. Is it sold out? That's the Super Mario Brothers one. There is a Super Mario Brothers one, isn't there? Yeah. I remember seven, Super Mario I don't see the. Well, they said it was available, so maybe. I'm on Amazon now. Maybe you know I won't be on Amazon. GameStop only, right oh. now until June. You're right. 
That's right. Bullet All right. Time. Well, while you're looking, I'm going to move on to release dates because it seems Good like word. it's going to take you a while. Oh, okay. Here it is right here. Oh, oh, oh. How much? Let me, let me click on it. We're waiting. Um, Everybody's waiting. It doesn't say. Waiting on you. It doesn't say. No. How are you going to sell it and you're not going to tell anybody well, how much thing, it costs? I think I thought it was a, this is not an ad or something. Uh, it's from Kotaku. I guess it's just. You just wasted everybody's time. I we did. all I wasted, got excited. I wasted your 30 How about, seconds. I'll say this, $35. How's that? That sounds good. Well, you keep going and I'm going to tell you whenever you're wrong. All right. Well, tell you. $35 for Mario Kart Monopoly. If I'm wrong, then you can tell me later. Uh <laughs> Release dates, April 3rd, we've got Minute for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Is that the one where you have a minute to save the world? I don't know, but it's Minute, like M-I-N-I-T, Minute. Yeah, and I think, well, no. Because I think that one's called think, Minute Hero. Uh, I can't remember. It might be the same one. Might be. But I don't know. You play the game in, in 60-second spurts hmm. or something like that. Sounded kind of cool. So. Yeah. I think I remember hearing about that. I have to look that up. Uh, on April 10th, we have Extinction for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I'm struggling my words. I don't know why I keep going. Blah, blah. Extinction. Extinction. Why Extinction. Am I? I don't know. What is? What does that know. sound familiar? I don't know. I just, re- I just read these things. It's a zombie game. I bet. Uh, Masters of Anima. Of Anima. 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 Masters of Anima. For PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Now, in the Xbox Games with Gold for April of 2018, we have Assassin's Creed Syndicate for Xbox One coming April 16th through May 15th. Why do they do that? I don't know. I hate it. Uh, The Witness for Xbox One from April 1st to April 30th. Then for the 360, we have Cars 2 from April 1st to April 15th. Then Dead Space 2. From April 16th to April 30th. That's the 360 confusing. games really seem like they're going downhill. They're not even trying anymore. Who no. wants to play Cars 2? Yeah, you want to play that? I don't. I don't. The movie wasn't even all that great. No. Uh, now, on the PlayStation Plus games for 2018 of April, we have Mad Max for PS4. Awesome game. Awesome game. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, Trackmania Turbo for PS4. Don't that looks fun. I've not seen it. Dude, look a video up of that. Okay. It had, I don't know, the courses looked awesome though. Mm-hmm. Like the you're racing straight down turns up turns and stuff. That's it's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, loop to loops. Hmm. Looks like, and they, if I'm not mistaken, some of the tracks you can do in VR. Nice. That would so, be cool. Yeah. Uh, for PS3, we have In Space We Brawl and Toy Home. Then for the Vita, we have 99 Vitas and Cubert Rebooted. I kind of wanted to play Cubert Rebooted for I love some, some reason. Little I guess orange because, bastard. Yeah. I love him. He's like a Cheeto with legs. He is. With his little <laughs> snork stout. <laughs> and then he cusses if you screw up. Yeah. And there's a little nastiness. <laughs> All right. Well, are you ready for the, the retro review of the week? Uh, can we just skip it? Well, I almost, you know, I was <laughs> damn close to skipping it because I ran out of time this week and I was like, you know, I got because I was busy working on uh, other stuff. Yeah. So I was just like, do I, do I have time for this? Do I have time? But I, did, I put one together it's pretty quick. And I pretty thought quick. if I'm going to do one, let's do a quick it. Uh, a quick it. Because it I've been, I've been building up a, a library of icons, the little icons yeah. that I, I make. 
Yeah. And uh, that way it kind of gives me an idea of where I want to go, you know, like what review I want to do. And I made this one up and I started thinking, about, I was like, you know, the visual is cool, but do I have anything I can talk about? Because it's a simple game. But then I thought, no, no, I can, I can probably talk about this. We can talk about it because we'll have fond memories talking about it's it. It's Tetris. No. But we have we've mentioned the show before, or mentioned this we on the show. We have mentioned the show before. Yeah, we've mentioned this on the show. Is an a Nintendo game? Yes, it always is. I don't know why because it's so easy to work with eight bit yeah, sprites. That's, that would be the only retro stuff we have. You know, I just I mean in creating the the logos, it's so much easier. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just cheap. So give me a hint. I want to guess it today. Who's a winner? A winner is you. Oh God! What is that? Come on now! Oh man! It's a, it's a very basic name. Yeah, like pro wrestling. Yeah, very good. Okay. Uh, again, I didn't put a lot of thought into this, but I again oh, wait, I kind of wait, wait wait. Did you find it? No, but the Yankees just won six to one when Giancarlo Stanton hit two bombs and a double. Let me get on this. Six to one, baby. All right, go. Hey, before I even start, I'm gonna say this. Since you said, because this is one of my little notes, since you said that you're going to go, like, God of War was a day one for you, uh-huh. you need to write up a review for that. Okay, I'll do it. There you I'll go. That's your, that's your that's my, task for that week, whenever that, that comes week. out. Yeah. So what week is that? That is April 20th. So, so that next show we will have... Uh, it'll be the following show after. Yeah. Because you Cause it comes out on okay. a Friday. That works. I like that. Yeah. All right, so good. Yay, I wanted to do a review that week. <laughs> now, in any case, I thought of a simple game that would be fun to talk about. It's Pro Wrestling for the NES. It came out in 1986 and was designed and programmed by one man. Just one. Just one. Matsato Masuda. Is that the guy that made Pac-Man? Uh, no. Oh. He's just some guy who worked at Nintendo, <laughs> and he's like, you know what, I'm going to make this game. And he did, and he kind of moved on after that. Yeah. Man, I'm out. I don't like card games. Now, I don't know if you remember the, the case of this game. It had that old style where it was yeah. like they all looked the same, where it was the the print was the same, the case was the same, and you just saw a little action from the, it, yeah. the thing. Yeah, it like a suplex or something. Yeah. Yeah. Happening down. I've got it at home. That's one of my favorite games. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, the concept was simple enough. You chose a wrestler, lay a beat down on the opponent, pin him down for the count, and it was the first wrestling games, if you didn't know this, to feature an in-game referee. Yeah, it was awesome. Warren. And if I even Ooh. recall correctly, you could be disqualified for staying out of the ring. Yep, is that correct? 20 seconds. And that I actually think that was a way that I <laughs> actually tried to strategize to win the match. Yes. You just throw them out and say, get them out of the ring. <laughs> you would suplex them outside the ring. Yeah. And then go back and then run and jump out of the ring and land on them. Mm-hmm. And then pick them up. And slam them against the post, and then you get back in the ring, and they're done. Yeah, all twenty seconds, isn't it? Yeah, that's and over. That was it. You're and then done. you would always have that one leg, like he was trying to get back uh, in the ring, and he'd be like, "You got it!" Ding, ding, ding! He lost. Now, before touching on the most interesting aspect of this game, which I feel is the characters, yeah, I want to go in or just kind of gloss over the single-player campaign. Uh, you select a fighter, win about five matches that will move you on to the championship of the VWA or the Video Wrestling Association. Mm-hmm. After winning that title match, you move on to a second phase of matches where you defend your title for ten matches. You will then have to defeat the champion of the VWF, the Video Wrestling Federation, thereby winning the game. That's the Tiger guy, right? Well, we're going to get to him. Now... 
who do you have to fight during these <laughs> matches, you may ask, if you don't know the game at all? Yeah, I just pulled it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, sort of. Sort. We'll, we'll get to it. You didn't say who it was yeah. specifically. Let's look at the roster. First, we have King Slender, who is the one of the main title holders of the first portion of the game. He looks kind of like Hulk Hogan, right? Uh, I think he had like the long flowing hair. Yeah. He just he did the back break, kind of pale. Uh, he is a person straight from the U.S. of A. About 6'5", 280 pound brawler that will take you down with his patented backbreaker. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it is, I'm just saying. It sounds, it sounds better if it's he patented. He got the patent on it. Okay. Second is Great Panther, who is like a tan, shorter haired yeah. version of him. This is Rick He was kind of like a black dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would do the Iron Claw. Yeah. Uh, he would be the champion if you actually played the game as King Slender. So in that in that spot, yeah. he would be the champion. Uh, he's also from the U.S. of A. Stands about six foot six, weighs about three hundred twenty pounds, which sounds like a damn beast, mm-hmm. and can take you down with his iron claw mm-hmm. or a good old fashioned headbutt. Then straight out of Japan, we have Fighter Hayabusa, who is six two, two hundred thirty pounds, and the master of the back brain kick. Yeah, That's... I never could get that right, but when you got it right, it was so smooth, dude. Sounds like it would kill a man. <laughs> yeah, it was so awesome. Like he would just like your guy would just flop behind him and throw his leg up. You always had to be in the middle of the ring to do it. It seemed like. So yeah, there were like very strict stipulations on doing these moves, wasn't? wasn't yeah. Because I remember. Because I was I was looking up video of this stuff on YouTube and I, I was trying to remind myself of it and I was like oh, yeah I remember all this stuff and then this dude was like doing these sweet moves and I was like dude that is awesome I remember I remember that move but I also remember not being able to do it the back brain kick just any of them that I was seeing yeah. I was like I remember these were always difficult to do for right. for some reason or another and you're talking about a game with like four directions and two buttons how was this hard to do. <laughs> It just yeah, you'd have to be in a certain spot. Mm-hmm. Now save the last three for last because they get more interesting from here. Yeah. First we have Ken Corn Khan. <laughs> that dude looked like uh, Genghis Khan. Almost. Yeah, yeah. He's actually from Korea. His name, I don't know if you agree, sounds incredibly racist. Like kids trying to speak. Asian, King like Kong when we were going, King Kong Kong, King Kong yeah. Probably what it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously I'm not excluding myself. I, I did it as a kid, too. I was a stupid But kid. didn't, like, a Japanese person make it? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's okay. And uh, he's, well, translation could be different because, you know, we just get him over here. He's like, I don't know what the hell that says. Call him King Kong Yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> Uh, he's 6'1", 280 pounds, fights with the unexpected karate kick and Mongolian chop. Yeah, I remember he would... Even though he's from Korea. Yeah, the Mongolian chop. He looked mm-hmm. like Genghis Khan, I'm telling you. Next is arguably, and see if you would agree, arguably the second most popular character in the game, the Amazon. Green dude, he'd bite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before continuing, let me say this, that every character up to this point that I've mentioned is fairly normal looking. The Amazon looks like a cross between the creature from the Black Lagoon and a piranha. His origins are unknown, even though he's called the Amazon. Like, they have no idea where he came from, according to his bio. Uh, Anyway, he's about 6'1", 230 pounds in green. He also kicks ass, takes names with the outlaw choke which kind of seems out of place for an Amazon fish guy yeah. or whatever 
and then the Piranha Bite. Now, yeah. I actually remember getting excited watching the Piranha Bite happen because not only was it a very brutal move, but didn't it always look like there was blood yeah. coming out? Yeah. It was just like, I'm sure it was more accentuations, you know, like the pain and all that stuff because... Yeah. Obviously, but it, but, it would go. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, he's just like eating he's his head. His head, and yeah. you just see like what looked like blood. And I think as a kid, we'd never seen that. And that before. was the easiest one to do, besides yeah. the next guy you're fixing to read. So when you think about it, as a six year old kid, never seeing blood in a video game, that was like, oh my god, what was that? You know, it was it was interesting. Even though yeah. again, it may not have been. But whatever. It's still interesting. I played that game not long ago. Hmm. Now, finally, we have Starman. He's a six foot three, two hundred and twenty pound pink man with a blue star on his face, mm-hmm. who is arguably the most popular character. Yeah. And when you really think about it, how is that even possible? <laughs> because because his moves were so. Think easy. about what I said. Pink man with a blue star on his face is ridiculous as it sounds. It works. Yeah. For whatever reason, it works. And he does have that sweet somersault kick. Yeah. Kick which you. adds to the badassery. Because and you I can do it anywhere. That. So yeah. easy. It's like A and down, you know? You just in a grapple. And you just kick him out, man. Yep. Now, his birth year is unknown, which adds to his mysterious identity. Yeah. But what's more mysterious for me is they weren't sure if he was from Mexico. Because... Under his origin of country of origin, it was like Mexico. Yeah. With a question mark. Like it maybe. Like, I don't maybe, know. Maybe he, he does splits like a luchador. At least with the Amazon, there's like we have no, you know, idea where the hell he's from. Even though we call him the Amazon, we we have no idea where he's from. But <laughs> Mexico, maybe. I don't know. Sure. Maybe. 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 Yeah. I just I just found that to be hilarious. Someone just took a guess and was like, yeah, maybe Mexico. They were sitting in that room like, what? Where is he from? Huh? Yeah. Mexico? Mexico? Sure. That's perfect. Mexico with a question mark. That makes sense. Yeah. Now, the last fighter to mention is Great Puma, who is a man with a puma head, and he's the final boss. However, he is actually unplayable in the game. Which sucks. Yeah. Because he could do all the moves, couldn't he? Oh, yeah. The character is actually widely regarded as the most, or one of the most difficult bosses in any game on the NES. Who's number one? Do you know? I don't know. Mike Tyson. That would make sense. Yeah, he Should've was known. so hard. Yeah. I have never made it through. I've One time. One time I've beat him. Went from never. beginning to the end and beat him. I could always get to him. Could never mm. beat him. I know I, I, I kind of went around or two with him, you know, like trying to figure out his moves. But Man, you didn't, la- you didn't last a minute and 30 seconds, I guarantee you. That's yeah. all anybody can ever last because he hits you with one shot and knocks mm-hmm. you down. So, yeah, that makes sense. Now, the game itself has had a lasting impression over the decades. I was actually disappointed in myself for not trying to recreate these characters in modern wrestling games like I was talking about. But I'm sure that many have had, many have done it before me. Uh, The game has been considered a trailblazer for future games just like it, with uh, an amazing soundtrack. And uh, if you played it today, you could see why. Uh, Well, that is our show, dude. Mm-hmm. A lot of high energy. Pro wrestling was an awesome retro review. Well, thank you. You were, I would say, what, two for three on the awesome stuff? Or yeah, maybe well, 50-50. Yeah, 50-50. We'll say They're all probably awesome. There's You'll find somebody that says that was awesome. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm but, sure I can get other people on my yeah, side. but I'm the last word, so. Says you. 
John was here to take him. John would, <laughs> John would love everything he said. Anyway, uh, we'd like to thank all of our listeners for being here every week. If you've reached this point, you're incredibly awesome, and you're the reason we do this. Leave us a review sometime. Let us know what you think, what you like, what you don't. Reviews help others take notice in our show, so it's a huge benefit for us. Also, a big shout-out to our patrons who make this show and others we do possible. If you are interested in supporting the show, head over to patreon.com slash pencilandpaperproductions and see what we can do for you and what you can do for us. Yeah. Now, before signing off, uh, we want to let you know that next week we will be attending PAX East. Da-da! And we will be releasing three special episodes during that time covering all the day's events, games, and so on that we got to see, keeping you up to date as much as possible as a podcast can. Yeah. Not only that, but we will have a few special guests joining us that will be giving their two cents as well. Who knows? They're, they're secret. Are they secret guests? Well, we're, we're going to leave them secret. I'm sure some people could kind of piece it together, but not everybody. So we'll, we'll leave them secret for now. Uh, and then we will actually return to our regularly scheduled broadcast on April 23rd. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm hoping that we get to play God of War. That would be nice. I'm there's, so there's hoping. a lot of things I, I'm not expecting that I hope to just see there. I not just even, hope that there's a presence of God of War there because I want to see it. I did you see, see the I gameplay wanna, trailer yet? Did yeah. You, did you watch it? Oh yes, yes. Did you see the part where he throws the the axe and mm-hmm. hits? He whips ass with his hands, and two more guys are coming up behind him, and he just does like this, and it comes to him, and the axe goes through those two guys. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, we just gotta wait and play. I it. want it now. You're it, you're so close. I want it now. Play, play it there. Twenty days. You, no, you, wait. No, it, more than twenty days. Well, just April a few more yet. days than twenty, but you're close. God, Do your math. It's fine. Scared. I'm scared. Why are you scared? scared? I'm not gonna make it. You'll be fine. What the plane crashes? You've got. You, I never get to play God of War. Plane's not gonna crash. Don't say stuff like that. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> I know be on I'm that scared. damn plane I've been too. About it all week. <laughs> Now, going home, you can say that because yeah, I'm going to be on myself, plane. <laughs> I'm scared. Anyway, guys, we're getting too personal. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm Stephen White. I am Scaredy Joe. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.